All right, well, welcome to For the Long Night. I'm here with my friend Scott and Matt. Uh, Matt's got breaking news. Breaking, breaking news. And I know we normally drink beer on this show, but it may be time for Scott to break out the hard stuff. Yeah, something more. Recently tweeted, courtesy of Fox Sports MLB, a MLB spokesperson said that if a new CBA is not signed by February 28th, the following will occur. 2022 regular season games will be canceled. Player pay will not be recouped and games will not be rescheduled. Drink up, folks, because it is the 23rd. You got, well, four days because today's over. When's the... Uh, four fucking days to get this shit done. When's the uh, the other football league start? Well, USFL had their draft USFL, yesterday. USFL, yeah. Actually, uh, there were some guys that got drafted that I didn't even realize were kind of playing and stuff. It was kind Two of funny. Two former Chiefs, Chiefs players were mm-hmm. first Yeah, they were talking about it. Yeah, because it was funny because they announced one of the guys and was like, this guy's name. Yeah. Heard of him? No. Chief. Chief. Yeah. First quarterback taken was Shea Patterson. Mm-hmm. Michigan and mm-hmm. Chief. And then Jordan Tiamu. Yep. Chief. So I'll tell you right now, this is not looking good for the fucking waffle or whatever this fucking league is called. <laughs> what? That used to be the World Football League. Yeah. USFL. No, the World Football League. They called it waffle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The USFL now. It's not sounding good. It's not sounding good for Major League Baseball either. Nope. Four fucking days. <clears throat> Four days? That's what they got. Oh, yeah. Does, they're not negotiating now, I'm sure. So, start I, up I've again got, tomorrow. I've, I've got a solution to this. Do you? I'm, mm-hmm. Well, write it down. Get this shit ready. Tweet Roger. Is, is this thing <laughs> Fire Is this thing on? Oh, yeah, it's, it's on. on. Roger's firing up Twitter. We're getting ready to hashtag this shit. Well, I'm trying to find the thing that's homebound. Rob Manford right here, buddy. Do this. Third party, come in and lay down the rules. Period. That's you know that's actually how they got this resolved in '94. Judge, a judge. Yep. You know, and I don't know why all of a sudden everything I read now is over the minimum salary. I'm like, wait a minute. I because it realize... is a vast difference. Well, that is, and the 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 luxury tax threshold thing is. Really, two of the stumbling blocks right now. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. It's just it's so just this, so that we can get back to a game like that everybody's problems, bored to death of. Yeah, it just seems like all these problems come out of nowhere, and you're just losing fans because people are like, "Really, just mm. another fucking thing." And so we hmm. we talked about this last week. The uh, Soto contract. <laughs> right. Horrible, bad fucking optic because Mm -hmm. you've got the old millionaire versus billionaires narrative playing out that you got a guy that turns down a $330 million contract while they're locked out bickering about money. It's hard to get common folk to give a shit about any of this when you're reading a guy thinks he's worth more than $330 million. Finally, I, I told both of you guys this. It was Sunday or Monday. I don't remember which day it was. <clears throat> Finally, 
we got a statement from Major League Baseball that said we need to get this hashed out for our fans. It took 40, like 48 days before I heard the word fan. Yeah. Shows what they think, right? Mm-hmm. Where we rate in their conversation. Again, the optics, terrible. Horrible optic. Terrible. Horrible optic. And I, I know, uh, uh, I'll go back. I, I've said this last week, I think, on the podcast, if I'm not mistaken. But soccer, 38 the spot for uh, our local sporting KC team. All their games are maybe maybe like two or three games or something like it. It, it, it basically all their games are going to be on free television. For like the fans, it's like ninety percent. <laughs> yeah, let's be honest. Yeah, it, I, I, it, it might be all of them. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I'm too old to it's start enough fucking games. Fucking sports. It's enough so. games that you're not going. You got nothing to bitch about if over the course of an MLS season you missed one or two. Yeah, they did right by you. Yeah. Now, their, their problem is totally different than baseball's. At least, I'll say this much about baseball. It's, they're consistent. <laughs> sure. Unlike soccer, when I don't have any fucking idea when they play. They'll play a game, and then they take three weeks off for some fucking cup thing, and then they're back again, and they play two or three games, and then they're off again but for some other kind of weird-ass shit. Here's the thing, though. You're and not a soccer fan. If you're a soccer fan, If you're a soccer fan, you would know. Yeah, you I would. W- you're right. I would know. Mm-hmm. However, I would also say that I don't ever want baseball to do that. Ever. No. I don't want baseball to take... The next three weeks off to sit play in some fucking cup thing they're, that I well, don't give two fucks they, about. They're going to take the next 163 games off so they can play whatever fucking tournaments they want to. 62. So, 62. Yeah. Yeah, he's right. So you may not even see it, so it's not going to matter. So do you think, before we go too far ahead of you, do you think a deal gets done then? I think the players are going to push it. <sighs> They're going to get a deal done. But what's going to suck is it's going to be a shitty-ass fucking deal. And they're both going to whine. And they're both going to cry. They being owners. They being players. No, actually, I think they'll both come out saying we won. <laughs> they'll both they, try to... Be, but I think victorious. the... Uh, from yes. A, from That's, a, the, have you, when was the last time... Uh, well... I'll say the NFL does do that. The NFL will always... The owners won't say anything, and the players will be like, we got fucked, but whatever. We're playing football again. And getting more money. Yeah. <laughs> but most times, you you always hear, we won. Mm-hmm. From the owners and from the players. So and, and then what's going to end up happening is, because it'll be like a fucking 10-year... Wait, do you mean for every sport, or just... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, my problem with it is they're going to come out and it's going to be a 10-year deal, right? Mm-hmm. So technically speaking, it's a, quote, long-term deal because it's 10 years. They ain't going to change shit. 10 years from now, we're going to be bitching about the same stuff. And I think that they're going to ignore the most important part of the whole thing, which is the television part of it. They're just going to say, teams do what you fucking want. 
That's going to be their, quote, solution, unquote, to that. And we're still Because gonna... nobody has a backbone to stand up to either side to, to, to force an issue on. Which is why it's still going to suck. And this is where I've constantly told you, in a lot of these negotiations, eventually somebody has to fold. Mm-hmm. In the NFL and NBA, the players had to fold. Mm-hmm. Somewhat. Because the last CBA with the NBA, Adam Silver was very blunt with them. This is what it is. If you don't like it, it's fine, but you're not going to make this amount of money, and this is where we're trying to get you with the money. And the players had to fold. I mean, eventually somebody's got to fold. And I know the NFL did the same thing. Yeah, and the NFL did the same thing. They did the exact same thing the NBA did. You don't like it, but here's where the money is going. This is where we want it to go. And the player said, never mind, we're good. Because it was a lot of money that they're projecting. And so for the NBA, now you see the NBA contracts now. How stupid, ridiculous those things are. I mean, guys you've never heard of are signing $100 million contracts like it's nothing. We just had a podcast about Michael Porter Jr. He's got like $90 million on a four-year deal or something stupid. And a bobblehead. <laughs> yeah. I mean... And that's because the players folded. Somebody's got to fold eventually to something. And typically it's the players. But the owners also have to show, look, these are the reasons why we want this. These are our projections. And I feel like the owners just don't care to do that. They don't care to explain any of that. I I almost feel like now the owners just want the season to be canceled. Because they want to make a statement. And And then we... You know, and then the other thing that's frustrating is is I don't know what side to pick because there's part of me that says, you know, anytime Kershaw, shut your mouth. True. You should never say anything because you are making ungodly amounts of money. Billions of dollars. Scherzer, shut your fucking mouth. Scherzer, shut your mouth. Yeah. But then you flip the flip the coin and I don't know how much the owners are making. Because they close their books and they won't. But the other you can kind of guesstimate. But the other it, thing with the owners, though, real is, to it, and this is where like I have no sympathy for them. Is most of them have other revenue streams. It's not like the only way they had to make enough money to buy a fucking baseball team, right? Because we don't have very many owners that are the sons and daughters of original owners. So they were fat cats that had their own money. And I know, like, this much, not very much, about finances. But when you've got that much fucking money in the bank anyway, your money's making you money. Yeah. So I'm not going to buy their bullshit that they're, that they're going to lose their hat. But we read that tweet. No one's getting paid. So you're not spending any fucking money. So it's not like they're going to be destitute if there's no... Baseball. I got no fucking sympathy for them. They're just not going to be as wealthy. Well, they're almost like the housing market. You buy a house right now and do nothing with it. Wait a year. It's still going to be worth more money than what you bought it today. Yeah. And you didn't do a goddamn thing to it. And that's what the, the owners are at this point. Is like they could they could buy a team today. One year from now, it's going to be worth more than what they they bought for it today. They've made money, I, and, and and but we don't know how much 
Because I, nobody fucking talks about this shit. I will end up doing shit. it because yeah. I'm a Mizzou fan and I'm a glutton for punishment. But I wouldn't even want to look at the deal when it gets done. Because it's just going to be minuscule different than the one that got us here. Somebody asked... There, 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 are, there are four sides to this. And it's really complicated. And somebody asked this on the radio last week. Are the... Are the players united? Because we've talked about this before. There's the haves and the have-nots of baseball. And it's drastic. You know, there's like a 10% Kershaw. Yep. Of the Scherzers. World. Scherzers. Sotos. And then there's a big gap down at the bottom where there's a bunch of guys. Obviously, they're making a good living. But it's not... Not like they are. You know, 60 They will make in a, a lifetime than, yeah. what... Kershaw makes in a game. And in the same sense, then somebody asked the question today, are the owners on the same board? Because we have that too. I don't see how they could be. We, we have the haves and the have-nots of owners. Where, if you own the Yankees, how do you not make money? How do you not make money? They always make money. Not going to tell me otherwise. And how do you not make more than the Kansas City Royals? You do. It's just the way that the way the right. games. And I, 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 I preface this one other time. I might have been off air, but like in the twenties, thirties, forties, when the Yankees ruled the world, why did they do that? Because they had a they had a stadium that held seventy thousand people and could fill it up, while the Cubs, which they were still a good. Good team back in those days. What was their seating capacity? Twenty? Yeah, not very much. It's not very big. So and this is before television. <clears throat> yep. So, and you got any kind of television revenue and television? You're just talking about ticket sales alone, and nothing else really. How do the Yankees not make more than the Cubs? And and we're still seeing it today because we're not. What's, what's the key word we're looking for on this that the NFL does? Competitive balance. The NBA, the NHL. No, sharing. Mm-hmm. Revenue sharing. Revenue sharing. <clears throat> so for the rest of our lives, until they get something figured out where they can revenue share, yet, but you, you, <clears throat> but you have to make you had, you just have to get it to the point where it's like Yankees. This is going to benefit baseball in the long run. And the, the, I don't. The Yankees don't want to do that. The Dodgers don't want to do that. The Cubs in this day and age, they don't want to do that. Nope. Yeah. I, well, Roger just brought up a tweet that basically oh. said yeah. what. He was talking about that this is just an attempt to um, get the players to break. Yeah. What, was uh, it? what, what do you got? John Harper of the New... Well, he's a New York column, columnist for SNY TV. He said these negotiations are a charade to this point. MLB making incremental offers, not even addressing the key issues like the luxury tax threshold and penalties it's just a stall to get to the February 28th deadline is kind of the 
is kind of the what now people are thinking. By them doing that now, it's turning on the owners of, you're just doing this just to be jerks because you haven't come close and you make these very little minute offers to try to... 810 did a poll when I was coming in today. Who do you blame for this? The, the, just, just, you know, they're, they're listeners and they took a poll. Who do you blame for this? Owners? Players, what do you think the percentage was on this, and who? Who do you think the common Joe? I think fans blame the owners. By how much? Because you're right. <clears throat> What's the percentage? Seventy thirty. Roger, you got a different thought on that? <clears throat> no. Eighty twenty. Wasn't that far off? Yeah. I was surprised by that. Because there's some people that are still you and I talked about this. You and I talked about this on the phone the other day. Sports, generally speaking, is kind of the common man's thing. I think fans want to identify with the players because there's no way that I can imagine myself being such a fucking fat cat that I could own a fucking baseball team. I don't have anything in common with a fucking baseball player. But I got a lot more in common with a baseball player than I do a team owner. And, and that's who I want to identify with. But the problem is, I know enough about it that I don't absolve the fucking players for this shit completely. I, it's not 80-20 for me. I'm more 50-50. Fuck both of you. Mm-hmm. Because I have problems that my problem is the same as yours. I don't think Clayton Kershaw or Mike Scherzer gives a fuck about the guy making the league minimum. And the reason why they don't want a salary cap is because they can make ridiculous sums of money and dictate ridiculous salaries that only hurt, you know, the guy that's just starting to maybe get his career. Oh, we got to let you go, man, because I got to pay... Scherzer $25,000 a pitch, which is only perhaps a slight exaggeration. I doubt it. So, and then owners, fuck y'all too, because every year it's the same teams that can jump in the fray and spend the money to make that jump, to get that bat, to get that arm, to get them over the hump. What the Royals did in 15 was a fucking miracle. And as we're kind of looking at it now, maybe even a fluke. Yes. Because the moves that they made were inconsequential, barely registered, and it ended up working out. But you saw they couldn't sustain it. And it wasn't that they didn't want to sustain it. They could not sustain it. The asking price for the guys on that team became ridiculous. And they couldn't keep it. Whereas, I don't know if the Yankees could have kept everyone from their group, but they sure could have kept a lot more. We got Perez left. Well, I got a, I got a problem with everything on this from a salary standpoint in the sense that it's been proven. You, you brought this up, Roger. Salaries have gone down in MLB. Yes. Overall. They did have a report. Cry me a fucking river. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no there's a different reason for this. But it's it, it. That's bad. That's bad. Because 
<clears throat> it's going up for Scherzer, Kershaw. We just keep picking on those two guys, but it's true. But then you got, and I'll, I, I we we use Mustakas as like the best example. You remember when? Now we're losing Mustakas. He's going we, to the Angels, and then we didn't. He's going to the Angels, and he, we didn't because it was crickets. Whenever he got his, it was collusion, for all intents and purposes, from the owners to say we're not doing this anymore. Fuck these guys that are pretty good. You know, like in the NBA. Michael Porter Jr., you said, is, what is it, $90 million, whatever. Something like that. It's some huge contract. He's a good player, right? He's not great. He's not a superstar. He's, he's good, right? Yeah, he's good. Well, so is Moustakis. He's a good player. <clears throat> but, but baseball decided we're not going to start doing that anymore. Fuck that shit. So now only the elites get the high dollars, and then everybody else, hey man, just a one-year deal. And this is where we're back at now, is this is what the argument is about. is so that we the, the, the players don't want them to st- just do one-year deals and all this shit. And it's, it's maddening. I, I, I don't even know what... I don't even know where to go with this anymore because it's just fuck, fuck. Yeah, it's in. So you were talking about okay, Crimea River, but the article I read was taking a different spin on it. So every other sport revenues are going up. Mm-hmm. NBA, NFL, it's the total revenues of every player. Baseball is the only one that's going down. And this one was thinking that revenues are going down because owners are not willing to play pay players anymore. And that's because they're not making as much money on some of their deals is what they thought. And so the owners are trying to manipulate some of the, what they're paying players to try to make them cover and earn more money. Uh. <clears throat> But this is part of the problem with baseball is we don't know all that because in other sports, you have a floor and you have a ceiling. No matter what you do, you have to pay those amounts. You cannot manipulate Well, I think you just hit the nail on the head. And we've argued this almost as long as we've done this podcast. Major League Baseball thinks that they're so much fucking better than everybody else. Yeah. That they, that, well, we don't give a shit if every other major sporting uh, league in North America has a ceiling and a floor. That's not baseball. We're not going to do that. Well, motherfuckers, they do that because it works. And 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 to your point, the thing I like about the ceiling and the floor is I don't want to go down this argument again, so we're not doing it. We, we had the tanking discussion. Mm-hmm. Not doing it. <laughs> not fucking doing it. But Going back to how we kind of ended that with definitions, when you say there's a floor, that this is the minimum you have to spend, and the Royals always like to argue this. We're not tanking. We're, we just suck, right? We don't tank. Right. <clears throat> I buy your argument you're not tanking because you're, depending on where you're at on there, but motherfucker, if you're right at the fucking floor that's been established, all right, you're not tanking, but you're pretty fucking close. 
you know, because wasn't there an NFL team a few years ago that kind of got in trouble with the Arizona? Arizona did. You know, they're, they're, it's been a long time. It, ago, it, it's been a while, they, but they were well, constant. They, they kind of paid a hefty. Fight they did actually, but <laughs> but it's like this is the minimum you can do. So you you establish that, and then at the other end of the spectrum, you Mac. Okay, you want Max Scherzer? That's fine. Guess what? You're not going to be able to afford Max. Scherzer and Jacob Degrom, you're you're not you're not gonna, not at that price, you know. We we had the discussion about Devonte Adams. All every team in the NFL would love Devonte Adams. Mm-hmm. Every one of them. Really, the only thing that dictates whether or not you can sign Devonte Adams as a free agent. Let's say he's for is much cap space you have. Well, he ain't coming to the Chiefs. Probably not. I don't think we afford him. Well, and that's where, and 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 that's where I, I I think if the Chiefs really truly wanted Devontae, Adams, you they could, could fig- they could figure a way out. But you affect and, and other. But with the Royals, to 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 your for your argument, you really truly want Max Scherzer. <laughs> uh, what? He's the fucking national gross income of the the whole entire Jackson County. (laughs) He will make $43 million this year. Max Scherzer. Yeah. Mike Trout will make $37 million this year. Anthony Rendon will make $36 million this year. Garrett Cole will make $36 million this year. Jacob DeGrom will make $36 million this year. So that's down to fifth. Mm-hmm. Um, what I would consider smaller market. Christian Yellis jumps in at twenty. He's got twenty-six million. Goldschmidt, twenty-six million. St. Louis, but they're kind of an outlier because St. Louis isn't really a small market for baseball. They never have been. Charlie Blackman, Colorado at 34, 21 million. But we see what kind of roster Colorado has. You got Blackman and nobody else. Because mm-hmm. they're paying him $21 million. Well, they would have story, but they can't afford They can't him afford him. Anymore. No, can't afford him. Yeah. And, 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 yeah. Oh, it's. That's why I believe a third party should just get involved. <laughs> and and the reason I brought this up, I brought this up to Roger, and like, did anybody put a gun to anybody's head to own a baseball team? Nope, you chose to. Did anybody put a gun to anybody's head to play baseball? Nope. You're then therefore, it should be a dictatorship in some sense where it's like, this is how we're going to do it, and if you don't like it, get the fuck out. It's that easy. That's how football did it a yeah, bit. Basically, the football, <laughs> yeah. All of them did, yeah. to a certain degree. Basketball tried to make it <laughs> agreeable, but it didn't See, end what, that way. The funny part about what, what you're that saying... That way both people are unhappy. The, <laughs> the funny part about what you're saying, whereas if the Chiefs really wanted to, they could do it, but in baseball, you really can't. So... The the Mets have three guys in the top nine. Fucking New York. Mm-hmm. 
you know. Mm-hmm. The Angels have two and three. And then, Jesus Christ, like, how many Dodgers are on this fucking list? So, we were picking on Kershaw. Bowers at six. He's the sixth highest paid player. Here's another fucking Met, Robinson Cano, and he ain't earning anything off that fucking contract. That guy sucked for five years. But what, what I find ironic is the fact that in all the other sports, and we'll, we'll just we'll just pick on an LA team just in general. Do you know how much more money they could make in football, basketball, hockey than they could any other team in their respective sport just based off of the amount of people that live there and you know if they did do their own TV deal they can do you hear any of them complaining with the way the things are set up right now in the other sports in the other sports where it's like not really yeah we can basically the the most we could make is five million dollars more than than our next competitor I, I don't know if that's I'll, right or not, but they don't blame, they don't talk about it. I'll do you one better. I think, and and I'll admit, I, I follow this more with NFL than I do NBA or NHL. I think learning the intricacies of that makes football more interesting also. Like, I'm curious how the Chiefs are going to construct their roster this year. Mm-hmm. And the salary cap. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. adds, it adds a dimension to it. That makes the off season kind of interesting, because like we, we we can dumb it down. We can, but like you, we we saw we saw today. Anthony Hitchens got cut. Okay, your 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 Devonte Adams example. I know he's not coming, but yeah, we're eight million dollars closer. Uh-huh. You know, we just cleared eight million dollars off the books. Exactly. All right, who can we get rid of next? You yeah. know, yeah, and then yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and then like yeah. that was the big like that was the big discussion on my way over here today. I was listening to him talk about Frank Clark, mm-hmm. where they were they were giving a legitimate pro and con because they were like, okay, he's under contract, you can cut him. You can cut him, and then when you cut him, matters. But the problem is, and this is where the NFL, I think, is doing it right, you either have to do it now, or you have to do it June 1st. The problem if you do it June 1st, yeah, you save more money, but you pass the draft. So maybe you passed on the guy (laughs) that could have been his replacement, potentially, because you didn't know what you were going to do, so you end up cutting him later. And then there's the... It gets talked about a lot. What's the guaranteed and what's not? It's like, well, is it worth the difference in price? And I don't know Frank Clark's situation well enough, but let's say, well, we're going to take a $21 million hit if we cut him of dead cap space. It's only going to be 24 if he plays. Is he worth the $3 million just to keep him on the roster? So it, there's a level of intrigue that gets added, and then Roger and I were laughing about it before we started, that who else gets cut? Well, Neiman, going back to your example about salaries going down, fucking Ben Neiman will probably get to keep his fucking job because he's cheap. Mm -hmm. We don't want him here because we're over the guy, but he's going to sign a contract at the league minimum 
and we're going to at least pinch our nose and understand it because it's like, God, I really don't want this guy. But Well, you know what you've just said? You've said something that in football, and I can't, I can't say this for basketball and hockey because I don't know enough about it. Both the owners and the players, in some degree, get fucked. That's how it should be. <laughs> that is how it should be. You know, I'll I, I, I'll use Jerry Jones as my example because you know that guy. Oh, he hates the salary cap. Oh yeah, he if, fucking if, hates it. If he could have, if he could have, name me the top twenty-two players in the NFL on offense and defense. He'd buy them. He would buy all of them. all of them if he could. All of them. But he cannot. But he cannot. And it's got to frustrate the shit out of Yes. But it also got to frustrate the shit out of it, uh, the players. It's like, well, fuck, we could make like a super team here and... Uh, can't do it. Can't do it. Right. Yeah. I'm getting fucked by not being able to get... And what's weird... I can't make $100 million a year because my, of this stupid And that's my argument that it works. Yeah. Because... Every- no. No one is incredi- is incredibly happy. Mm-hmm. But they're happy enough to continue. They are happy enough to continue. Yeah. Jerry Jones is still never going to s- sell the Cowboys because he's pissed off. No, he is no, so he's- angry that yeah. he cannot. <laughs> I want yeah, Travis Kelsey and Devontae Adams. Yeah. He- and Fuck and- it, I'm taking my ball and going home. I'm selling the yeah, team. Yeah, exactly. He's and, never and, doing and, that. And, so, <laughs> and it's something that we have talked about prior that's kind of unrelated that... Uh, What's his name with Washington? If he gets kicked boot the boot, Snyder. Snyder. Yeah. You don't think we'll find somebody else to fucking own that team in five seconds? Oh no. They will not be on the market for very long. <laughs> yeah. Someone so is not, jumping it's in not the like fray. It's, it's not ask, like people ask the Panthers how long it took to find out. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's not like it's not like people on the outside are looking at this going, "Ooh, this looks like a bad investment." <laughs> Because of the way this is structured, I don't think this is a good. This you, is a good plan. Do you plan. know since I saw a thing last night and it was talking about how much the last time every team in the NFL was sold for. There, the NFL teams, there hasn't been that many sold in the past decade. Why would you sell it? There, yeah, I mean, most of it has been through people dying, like the Carolina guy. Yeah, he died, and now we're going to see the Broncos. See what happens so, with that one. But he died. So most of it has been through deaths. But. Well, 90% of them are inheritance. Yeah, they just yes, go to the They just, they just go, pass to, they go to the, to the next. Yeah. Kind of like. Uh, well, the Chiefs. The Chiefs. Yeah. That's what will happen to the Cowboys when God, Jerry Jones. Yeah. When, when Jerry Jones. Because yeah, his son is a. He's a the general manager. Yeah, he's. he's up, he well, he's up there in the front office. Yeah. Jerry Jones. Al Davis. The Cowboys were like in the middle of this, of, of when he bought. They were like the 16th team of last being sold. I was like. Well, Jesus, that was so long ago, too, that... 88? Yeah. 86? Was it four? It was somewhere in there. A long time ago. That's 40 years ago. It was 40 years ago. That's a long time. I mean, so... And that's the team in the middle? It means teams don't get sold very often at all. Well, we were all here when Lamar Hunt died. We all knew it was going to one of the kids. Yeah. We knew that team wasn't hitting the market. No. It was going to one of the kids. Yeah. And, well, and, and once he passes away, it'll go to Junior. 
It, yeah, it's, it's not. It's, it's not, not going anywhere. Because Junior owns a bunch of teams too, and he's just going to move right in, right in there with it. Yep. So yeah, again, the Chiefs will never be on the market for sale. And the last time they were sold, uh, he bought them for twenty five thousand dollars. <laughs> Back in 1962. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I might be able to get a loan for that. You guys want to go in on 25K with me? See what we can get? But that Uh, team. Let me check my couch. (laughs) But that team is never going to hit the open market in the next at least 40 years. It does. Yeah. Just for. Just let's have fun with this for a moment. If it does become for sale tomorrow, somebody's going to be there. if it's if it's up for sale on Wednesday, Thursday there will be five people going. Well, I'll, I'll get it. it. I'll I'll yeah. buy it. Yeah. So yeah. I'm gonna. And it ain't because of the fucking structure of the way things are. No, because you're gonna that's, make that's money. That's keeping people well, away. And we we laugh. The Royals still make money. Yeah. Yes. As bad as they suck. Yes. Did you did you? By the way, I told Roger this. Did you see that? All right. Did you see what Manfred said about owning a team? Mm-mm. I told you about it. Mm-hmm. It's it's disgusting to me. He should be fired for that. Uh, he's not because the owners want him to say. I it. know, but that's the dumbest thing ever to say. It's stupid. Somebody asked him point blank, "Is it worth owning a team in baseball anymore?" And he basically said, "No." Oh fuck him! Because. And here's this was his reasoning, and it's terrible reasoning, but go with it. If you looked at the stock market, and if you put money into the stock market, and over an X amount of period of time, your investment in the stock market would be worth more than what your investment into the MLB team would be. Meaning, basically meaning you, you could earn maybe 10% more on the stock market and in that same time frame it's only 5% owning a team. Just, I, I, I've made up some numbers there. But no, I That's kind of where he's going with that. David Glass bought the Royals in 2000 mm-hmm. for $96 million. Mm-hmm. The equivalent of $146 million today okay. with inflation. He sold it for a cool billion. That's a pretty good investment. And being you ain't ro- making eight percent off of a hundred million dollars, and, and and being Royals and fans, that much that doesn't being compute. Royals fans, this is really easy. They had a winning record in two thousand and three because that was the year they fucking came out of nowhere, and then didn't win shit from oh four. We're not even a 500 baseball club until 2013. So you went from 2000, you had one winning season in 03, did not have another fucking winning season until 2013. And then you went on your run. Uh, 2014. Well, they had, they had, they had a, a losing record in 13. No, they had a 500 record in 13. Uh-uh. 13, they had a 500 first, record. First 500 record in their history happened in 16. Stand by. See, that's what I thought. I'm with you on that. Sorry. But, here, but I don't care. It let, doesn't let, matter. We'll throw in the winning record yeah, just for so shits what? and giggles. Who cares? 2013, they were 86 and 76. They were really? 10 games over 500. No shit. Well, they weren't 500 then. <laughs> yeah, they were over. 
He meant, uh, yeah, okay. I meant over. I meant winning. I they they won. Right. And so then you have this narrow little window where, yeah, you got a World Series out of it. Yep. Fantastic. Yep. But you sold it for a cool billion yep. after you'd sucked again for a few mm-hmm. years. So don't fucking tell me you shouldn't own a team. I ain't buying it. This is the kind of bullshit that we have to deal with as fans of the fucking... <laughs> I'm not buying it. But you know who's not saying that? Roger Goodell is yeah. not saying that. Adam oh. Silver is not saying <laughs> Owning that. Owning an NFL team is a horrible idea. They are not saying that because they want people to invest in it. Because you never know when you need an owner. And also, it just looks bad as a sport of like, wait a minute, so you guys are losing money? Because everyone understands as a fan that these things are money generators. It's a business. Mm-hmm. Let's not be wrong about what it is. It's entertainment and it's business. And don't lie to us either because the fucking WWE is making billions of dollars and it's fucking wrestling that it's a niche sport. Mm-hmm. So, so don't lie to us. Stop it. So <laughs> dad, dad always taught me something's only worth what someone else is willing to pay for. It, sure. Right? So we know the Royals are worth at least a billion dollars. Yes. Because someone just paid a billion dollars for yes. it, right? So, Colorado Rockies, who are not very successful, like, in terms of wins and losses, in 2021, that franchise is estimated to be worth $1.3 billion. And they've done less than the Royals have. Yeah. So, don't tell me that it's a bad idea to own a team. Because this thing, at least its estimated value is one3 Billion dollars. So if the Rockies go up for sale tomorrow, tell me something ain't gonna buy it. Even though this team ain't won shit. <laughs> and to your point, no other Adam Silver's not out saying that shit. Roger Goodell's not out saying that oh, shit. Oh fuck no, they're smarter than that. Whoever the owner. And and the funny thing is, and the funny thing is, Roger uh, Roger Goodell gets regularly criticized. Yeah. Gateman, Bateman, he he rarely gets criticized by fans. Oh, he's a puppet for the fucking owners. He ain't going out there and saying that shit. <laughs> no, <laughs> he ain't never. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but you know, with the Roy- and, and with us Royals fans, because it was so recent, because Sherman just bought the team. You know, in twenty twenty one, it's like don't fucking tell me that it's a bad idea to own a. And that goes back to the whole horrible optic part of it. That it's like, are you telling me that you don't have a PR guy on your staff? Hey, you probably don't want to go talk about that. Yeah, don't, because don't bring that the average up. baseball fan makes thirty thousand dollars a year. Yeah, you know the guy that's spending sixty bucks a pop for a seat and spends sixty dollars on concessions to come see your shit-tastic product. Play baseball. Doesn't want to hear. Doesn't want to hear you talk about woe is me as an owner. Yeah. Which by the way, uh, money. Yeah. I'm buying fifteen dollar beers, and you're losing. You're losing money. Yeah. No, you're not. You're gonna make me pay twenty dollars a month to watch you lose a hundred games on a streaming service, and you're gonna whine to me about losing money. Yeah. So let me just uh, give you a quick quote from uh, Hall of Fame pitcher Goose Gossage. (laughs) on his thoughts on Rob Manfred. Yeah. Quote, I hate that motherfucker. You know how much I hate him? 
I called Hall of Fame Chairman Jane Forbes Clark before the induction last year and said, Jane, I don't know where you stand with this guy, but I may punch Rob Manford right in the fucking nose and splatter his fucking nose all over his fucking face right in the lobby of your hotel. Unquote. <laughs> Please do it. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is this is crazy. Well, okay. So in another thing, we started talking about I guess we need to go back to. So there's four major sports right now, right? I'm going to exclude soccer because we don't really know enough about them. Sure. You got the NFL and the NHL that have hard caps. You cannot go over this amount of money whatsoever. And if you're not under if you're not under that, there will be a hefty hefty penalty. And the NFL it's almost near impossible because somebody will call you and tell you you need to figure this out. <laughs> Otherwise you're not playing and you will lose a bunch of money. Are we right on this, right? Yeah. The NHL is the same way. Mm-hmm. It's a hard cap. You cannot go over it. If you don't, if you do, it's a hard penalty, and you'll lose games and money and all kinds of stuff. They call it, it a different name, but it's that's what it is. Yeah, the NBA has a cap, but it's a soft cap. So I'm, I, I was kind of reading about their soft cap. I kind of know about it, but they're you can only go over the cap in certain ex- exceptions. You cannot just go over the cap because you want to spend money and get all these guys. You cannot do that. Okay. You have to fall under some of these exceptions. And some of them I don't really understand. One's like, it's called a mid-level. And it's like when you sign a mid-level player to help you, essentially. There's one that's like biannual. That's like if a guy, you're paying him a little bit now and then you're going to pay him a little bit later. So it's an exception because you promised him you'd pay him later. So if you go over, you promised you would pay him. So the other one is rookies. Rookies are exceptions. But those are good exceptions because you want those guys on your team because that's what builds fan excitement, right? Kind of like the Chiefs keeping Patrick Mahomes. We want to keep him. So rookies are excluded. The other one that they have a lot that is really interesting is the Larry Bird exception. What that is is when your guy who only played really for you becomes a free agent, it's a restricted free agent. So you have the first crack at him to sign him. And if so and they call it Larry Bird because the Boston Celtics went over the cap to keep him. To keep him and they're pissed because they're like that's our dude. We want him, and he's not going anywhere. And the NBA finally said, yes, you're right. He is a legend there. He needs to stay in Boston. It would be weird seeing him in a Bucks jersey. Those are in – the other one is a two-way contracts. Like if a guy goes down, plays in the G League, comes up, things like that. So a lot of it is like – most of it's like rookies and mid-level guys, but then also – Keeping your homegrown talent. That's the only time you can go over the cap. But you can't just go out and sign, oh, we're going to go get LeBron, uh, uh, the Greek Freak, and then we'll go get, you know, Russell Westbrook. We're just going to spend 
No, you can't do that because you'll be way Spend over the ten cap. trillion dollars. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you can't do that. So it's still a salary cap, but you can go over. It's just you have to kind of have a reason for it. If you have no reason for it, like baseball, we just want to because we can. Well, it's not going to fly in basketball. No, and what I like about that, that, and I don't know much about the NBA, but Dirk Nowitzki. Yes. Guy spent his whole career in Dallas. I'm guessing, knowing this, that that probably had a lot to do with it. Yeah, and they they had to go over the cap. Was they had to go over the cap to keep him, but it would be like, the Royals should be able to go over the fucking salary cap to keep Salvador Perez. Yes. It would be a travesty. It would be a travesty to fucking see him in a different uniform. But it's the opposite. Because Salvi's a bad example because I think Salvi is one of those guys that truly kind of wants to... We've upped his salary for no reason. Yeah. Yes. So he's but, not going... But, but I, yes, you're, you are you got a good point. Yeah. You know, but it would... But we knew Hosmer was leaving. Mm-hmm. We knew Moose would eventually leave. Now, he got... A dose of medicine on his way out the door, but we knew he wasn't. We knew Kane was gone. We, I knew Kane wasn't coming back at, at the end of that year. You know, because we had no chance. We had no crack at him. Uh well, no, that's not true. It is true. No, it's not. I don't think we wanted him back. I not for the amount of money Milwaukee was going to pay him. Yeah, but at the same time, I think a lot of people felt like he was. On his downhill side, I, from an economic, I'm going to agree with you on everything but Kane. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. I, he was getting older. He was slowing. He was down on the wrong was, side of thirty. Yes. I get it. But I, they were not going to match what Milwaukee gave him. But nor did they want to. I mean, unless they got, unless yeah, exactly. I mean, you gotta you gotta be using your head a little bit with this. I agree. Okay, good point. Good point. You know, like like Gordon. I th- I think they they thought too much with their heart they, on that yes, seventy two million they dollar did. deal. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yes. You yeah. know, you, you gotta there. But I I get what you're saying, and and I and with Salvi, Salvi is a guy that. He is he is actually worth the guy to go ahead and extend a career uh, ex, extend a contract out to, knowing full well that maybe he's the never last two or three up. years he's never that, that he's, to we're it. just going to have a turn because we do not want to see him playing for the Cincinnati Reds. <laughs> That's our guy. What's really interesting too is some of these, like I talked about one. I don't really understand the biannual. I thought it was something different, but you get to use it once. That's it, and so. You just, can't use it on a bunch of guys. You just use it once. Just based on your very brief description of all of those, I understand the concept why all of those exist. Yes. I I understand why they all exist. They're trying they're trying to do they're trying to give people an opportunity to keep players, but at the same time they're not gonna let you hoard players. And we're not going to let you go out and because when you when you look at 
you know, the triplet thing gets talked about a lot in the NBA. Like with the, the the Warriors, they had to build that. Yes. They drafted that for the most part. Yes. That was something. It, it was had... it was not until Durant showed up later that there was actually like It wasn't until the new owners. <laughs> yeah, but but that that team got successful build the Spurs. The Spurs are a great example. Oh yeah, that's a good one. They they don't buy players, but I bet you they have had to spend more over the cap because they were able to keep Parker and Ginobili mm-hmm. and Duncan. Duncan. For Duncan all those. Them a lot. Duncan. And he was worth every penny. Yeah. I mean, got him back to the finals one yeah. year. He was by going over the cap. Yeah, so. he it was it was worth every penny. And so like if 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 we're doing this podcast in Milwaukee, Giannis isn't the Greek freak man. They're not going to let him. He's just not going to walk out the door. No, in Milwaukee, under this, under these contracts or these exceptions, Milwaukee has everything to keep him. Yeah, you don't. You don't have the ready-made excuse of the owner going. You know, I'd really like Giannis, but I just can't afford him. No, fuck you. No, you go over. You've got an exemption. Go over. Yeah. No, you have every you have every opportunity to keep him. Basketball is giving you reasons to keep guys. And basketball, it, it, this was mostly when David Stern was the commissioner. He saw a problem where basketball was trading guys and they're just moving around everywhere. He wanted to kind of stop, but the the owners were complaining about the salary cap. Now back then the salary cap was a lot lower, so it was a little harder to kind of. Eh, so, but now Adam Silver, they're making these other exceptions and and so doing different things. And, and then going back to the NFL, this has been talked about too. Franchise tag. That this is the same thing. As it, it, it's basically what the franchise tag, is. and which and, pisses the players off. Oh my god! And they're <laughs> but that adds but, that adds to the intrigue of it because the owner has to go. If I tag him. I'm going to piss him off. What am I going to do next? Because, you know, we saw how that franchise tag thing really kind of blew up on Dallas with Dak. Because Dak kept wanting a deal, and Jerry kept tagging him, right? And then you see, like, I think Clark Hunt, and I don't know Clark Hunt, but I'm guessing he he tries to be careful with that because I I think they're going to tag Orlando Brown. Yeah. And I want him to tag Orlando Brown because I don't necessarily want to pay him a lot of money yet because <laughs> I'm not sure I want to do that. So tag him, and then you're going to have to shit or get off the pot. Yep. But it does add to that decision-making process that, you know, he's just not going to walk away. So it... The league is structured in a way that it does give you an opportunity to really hang on to someone if you want to, but at some point you're going to have to decide. But then there are consequences for your actions. And I don't think Jerry Jones and Dak Prescott get along all that well. And I think part of that is because he kept fucking tagging him. And I think one of the reasons why that showed was Jerry Jones probably wanted him to sign a deal like Mahomes did over 10 years. Because it gives you more flexibility with the cap. The longer the contract, the more shit you could do. Dak was like, fuck you, you get four. Yeah. Because you fucking tagged me twice. 
Yep. And yep. so he's like, well, fuck, I gotta, I gotta do it. I don't like it. <laughs> and Dak's like, well, I wanted more money, so fuck off. You're only gonna get four years because you can't move money around in a four-year deal. There's not enough time. You know, whereas Mahomes, that was one of the... And and we kind of talked about this with Buffalo. It wasn't as long or as much money, but when they started to realize Josh Allen was pretty good, they were like, you know, yeah, let's just go ahead and get him extended. They did six years? Ago. Yeah, it was still... And as a, as a, a, long time and as a small market guy, I'm like, good for you. Good for you. That's your that's your Giannis. That's your Nowinski. Your Nowinski. Get your fucking guy and keep him. I don't want to see Josh Allen in another fucking uniform. Yeah. And and but it's a gamble at the same time because he could fall off a fucking cliff. Well, and I I we've talked about this. Baseball is the same way. We we we've talked about this before. Like if if Mike Trout played for the Royals his rookie year, and we drafted him and all that. You know, the, everybody keeps it. There's no way we'd have ever kept him. There is. But you have to gamble. It's a, and it's huge, a huge gamble. gamble. Where, after year two, <laughs> I think we might have somebody here. You know, I, I, I use Mondesi as the kind of the example where but she could bite you in the ass, or it could have been a fucking great deal. Is an ass biter. Yeah. Because, because he, he, God, he was so, he just so close to being the great, and then he's not, and it's like, man, I'm, I'm glad we didn't sign him long term. Do, do we go ahead and sign Bobby Witt Jr. today <laughs> to a 20 year fucking deal? Based but, on based on projection. Yeah, but the other sports are different. Baseball is not the same. In what? Because in other sports, you don't have to make that decision so soon. You can wait. No, because there's a cap. No, because you can do these exceptions or you can do the franchise tag or the restricted free agent stuff. You have so many more other avenues of waiting and seeing that isn't going to bite you in the ass. Mm-hmm. You're protected then. Well, and then the other issue you have is the money's not all guaranteed. Bobby Witt signs a $250 million contract for 10 years. He's getting $250 yeah. million. Dollars. But, From the Royals. Yeah, Mahomes signed a half a billion dollar contract. We all know he's not going to get half a billion dollars. He probably will. He might. He might. But... but in- NHL and NBA, it's all guaranteed. But they don't typically sign contracts like no, no. The, like not like that. The problem because with part of it is because you have all these yes, all these well things and that you options can, options and, where you can keep your guy. Yeah, yeah. And baseball doesn't have that. Like no. if you don't sign them early, well, you're and, fucked. But they well, also it. have it to where. But prior to the strike, you get to, you get a guy six years. And after that six years, you know to either shit or get off the pot. Well, the other, I know but, with that guy. But the other problem that I... And, and this is going to be an oversimplification, although he's the fucking devil, is Scott Boris. Yeah. Because the other problem is, I hate to say this, I, I, think, I think John Sherman could go to Bobby Witt Jr. tomorrow 
and say, I want to sign you to a 10-year, $250 million contract. His agent's going to tell him no. Yeah. Every agent in MLB is telling him Every – the MLB, they're, they're – they're, they're, yeah, not every agent. No, but – Some of them but, do sign, okay, but, but – but but, um, but, the, I, I but the arrangement that we're with talking the, about with the, the Royals, they're not signing. The only guy, and I, this is where I could be Duffy wrong. Did. So if you, if you, yeah, but that was now the only guy that was a the guy ended up being a I want to say stud, but Evan Longoria. Yeah. When the Rays did that, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. oh. That was such a weird thing. Because, mm-hmm. A, he was really good Yep. when they did it. B, it was the fucking raise. You know? They don't spend they, any They money. don't spend money. But I, I think the culture in MLB is you, you need to hit the market. I don't give a fuck what they offer you. And part of it is because cause someone will fucking pay you. However... The counter to that, and I'm, I, I'm trying not to argue with you guys because I'm totally agreeing with you. I know, but we want you to play devil's advocate. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, what the counter was is with this, and I'm going to pick on Mike Moustakas again, where the owner said, you know what, fuck this shit. We're not doing six years for $300 trillion. For one trick pony, left-handed a, bat. And that's a guy that's almost 30. Mm-hmm. We're done with that. Forcing, trying to force the early rookie deal. Well, and this is where it circles around to what we talked about, the the payrolls going down $4 million. Yes. Yeah. Is where it comes back around. So this is where all this, this kind of, where they're trying to fuck Scott Boris by putting him in the corner. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of working. It because is. he was a Scott Boris client, Mike Mustakis. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's fucked because nobody signed any. You got also got a Scott Boris client in, let's say, the third year guy of Evan Longoria. You gonna sign long term for this guy? Because we're no, we're we're sailing that ship for Mustakis. Fuck him. But we want Evan Longoria for. This twenty-four-year-old young man mm-hmm. that we would like to have for the next ten years. That's what baseball is trying to do, and that's just as toxic as as anything else. You're you, fucking and rewarding the same agent. And then I don't want to sound like a. Hmm? Yeah. What you got? Well, Soto, is it Soto? Well, you yeah. Say so. yeah, Soto's agent is Scott Boris. Of course he is. I thought that was going to go wrong with your point. Yeah. Yeah. He just turned down a $350 million. Yeah. yeah. But he's a younger guy, too. He's not... And then I just... but It's true. But I, I don't want to sound like a broken record. All this gets solved with a fucking salary cap. It does. Uh, yeah. It all comes back yes. to that. Yeah. And it goes back to... And your, And it goes back to your earlier point. I don't think they're that united. They may say they are, but there's a reason why you and I talked about this a lot. That god awful tweet that that <laughs> Scherzer put out, where he's talking about, "I want all this progress, but I don't want a cap." We need a cap without a cap. Is basically what he yeah. said. 
See, and if you were united, the players wouldn't think that because under a cap, everyone kind of wins. Now, I understand that they don't think that. But ben yeah. Neiman wins <laughs> yes. because of the salary cap. He wins because of the salary cap. Because yes. if the Chiefs did not... Wouldn't, wouldn't you think, just based off of just some common sense thinking, okay, the NBA has a salary cap-ish. It's a soft cap, but it's yeah, a cap. Yeah, it's a cap. We could call it that. Yeah, it's a cap. The still. NHL does. The NFL does. And all of their salaries have gone up. <laughs> yes. Ours didn't. Yes. Yeah. That's the main problem. I know. What? I mean, how? How is? And that's how, back to how is that not common sense? How is that? How is that not common sense? Well, it's also how is that not a problem because you don't have a cap, but your payroll went down, where all the other ones are capped. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Three out of the four t- sports. Major sports have got some form of a cap of whatever you want to call it. And all their salaries went up. And ours did not. Manipulation. Hmm. Then the Jeopardy thing pops in uh, (laughs) with the fucking uh, Beavis and Butthead blinking light bulb. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. 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 This shit gets talked about all the fucking time in the NFL. Why is Daniel Sorenstone so on this team? <laughs> He's cheap. Salary cap. You're going to have to have somebody play. Yeah. Someone's got to play it. Yep. And you can't have two safeties that make what Tyrone Matthew makes. So guess what? One of your safeties is just going to have to not be very good. Because well, he's a $5 million safety. And we now see from the MLB, the salary cap does help the bottom players it make more does. money. That's the point that I was trying yep. to make yeah. with yep. how every, yep. everybody's salary yep. goes up, except baseballs. But, yeah, it's the rookies, the bottom players, the Mike Musakis. They make more money under it and stuff. And especially in NFL now, because in the NFL now, under the new veteran statuses and stuff... You have to pay veterans a lot more money uh, now. Mike Moustakis' thing was so funny because we it was the season wasn't even over yet. Oh, he's going to the Angels. $100 million contract. And then free agency starts, and you're like, he, he's not gone yet. Yeah. Ah, give it a week. Give it a week. It, it, he'll he'll, he'll figure it out. Yeah, they'll figure it out. They'll get him. Nope. 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 Oh, did you, did you see the Angels sign a third baseman and it was not Mike Moustakis. And then the Royals are like, eh, come on back, $10 million. <laughs> Or whatever it was. Yeah, that, yeah and he's the, like, ah, you're the only, the only one that team that wants me back. Me something. So, yeah. 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 You know. But you, but you do see that because, again, it kind of, and I know that this isn't why they do it, but it kind of adds to the intrigue and the competitive balance. You hear about salary cap casualties all the time. Uh-huh. And, and like, offensive... How many like offensive tackles go from team to team on a one-year deal? Because the the league says you have to make a minimum amount of money based on how many years you've been in the league. And you know, I remember when we got when we got Chase Daniel from the Saints. They fucking loved Chase Daniel, but Drew Brees had just signed a twenty million dollar a year contract. And because of the league minimum, Chase Daniel was going to have to make like 1.2 just on attrition. Yeah. He hadn't even done anything. 
But he's been in the league holding a clipboard long I'll enough. Do you, I'll do you one better. How do you like it when all activity is pretty much done in football? Trades have been made that are going to be traded. Players have been signed that have been signed. And then you get some superstar that gets fucking cut. Yeah. You're like, how the, how the fuck? <laughs> Why would you cut this guy? It's a salary it's a cap, salary cap situation. Yep. And, but then that guy well, ends up having to go to like Carolina or yep. something. Exactly. And then, right. and, then, and then you have this other part of it where Andy Reid is notorious, notorious for this in a good way. I want to cut you at a chance that you got a chance to go somewhere. And mm-hmm. that goes into the whole, okay, yeah, you have to tag someone. That's a business decision. Yeah. But how you do it, when you do it, who you do it to. Yeah, because the person you do it to is going to well, determine the, the price, too. It, it, you know, well, the whole idea behind it is you cut the guy in, in hopes that nobody else signs him. Yeah, and then you can sign him back cheaper. And then you can sign him back cheaper. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, it doesn't work. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. It, it really, it really it all but comes that, down to the age of the guy at that point. Well, yeah. and well, as, like Derek we've, Johnson. We've all, we've all yeah, talked yeah. about this. That was always the thing that pissed us off about the fucking Patriots. Because they were the one fucking team for 20 years that it always fucking worked out for. Yeah. There was never that fucking guy on the team that they signed for $20 million who sucked. That you're like... Oh, they did, but... But there were far there were far too many examples of the other where it's like, where did you find this fucking clown? And then every Dion Branch and Richard Seymour that they let go because of salary cap issues (laughs) and do anything anywhere else. Vince Wolford disappeared when he left. And when that name came out, it's like Holy they let Vince Wolford go. He went to the Texans and sucked. Yeah, or yeah. at least disappeared. He didn't do anything. Yeah. Well, they're going to go three and fifteen now, or is there nope. Going? No, nope. no, back to the Super Bowl. It, it, it's 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 crazy, and and it's fun. It it's it fun does for the fan. Too. It does add to it. Mm-hmm. Well, and because now, it's like I like I superstars caught... are going other places now. They are. That's that's the whole idea behind it too. Is that you're now allowing teams to pick up superstars. And well, try to... specific... Are you talking about football? Yes. Specific superstars and specific positions. As it should yeah, be. As it should quarterbacks, be. you will never see a quarterback. But that no, goes no, back to what we were talking about. You don't probably want him to get away. Right. You're going to go out of your way not to let him yeah, right. hit the market. But that means that you're probably going to have... Well, how we got Frank Clark... The Seahawks were not going to be able to afford to re-sign him, so they made a business decision. Yeah, it's like, well, let's trade him and get something, something for him. Mm-hmm. And it cost the Chiefs a lot in draft capital to do it because he was still under contract. It, it, you know, and then he had to do an extension with it also, but it wasn't like a rental. Whereas, you know, Melvin Ingram cost us a six-round draft pick because he was here for. A well, cup baseball of coffee. has the rentals too, and so. they do, and they do. Yeah. Um, but it's just it it I think that's where MLB also misses the boat is what we're talking about is that we've been talking about fan involvement and fan excitement. There isn't any. 
Well, not to the same fucking degree. Not to the same degree. I want to hear what he says. Then. Well, hot stove is so much fun. That off-season moves and stuff like that. You don't... And then and then when you get to playoff time. Or, or not playoff time, but the, the, the trade deadline. Tell, tell me you're not sitting around... Do we not spend no, the, way too goddamn much time talking to each other about how much could we get for Mike Moustakas if I, we traded him I today? I actually like that more than Hot Stove. I do too. But the Hot Stove is fun too because it's like, here's the list. Who's going where? Not here. Well, I just saw the, I just saw the list of the top 20 pitchers that are... Still available because they didn't get something done before the, the 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 strike. Danny Duffy's name's on there. Eighteenth. Tell me, Danny. No, he was like, he was like tenth. Okay. Danny Duffy for sure, one hundred percent, never coming back to the Royals. I'd actually would say it's probably more likely than not he comes back to the Royals, but that's a rare. But when you look at that list. Like I said, it was a twenty top twenty list, and you can look at it and go, no, 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 no. I don't know about that one. Maybe. No. Mmm. I circle this one I'm not and a, put an X by it and and it, it I'm not a Braves fan. But the idea Freddie that Freddie Freeman, Freeman is going to play for somebody else—that Freddie Freeman is not a brave—is nauseating to me. It is, and I'm not a Braves especially fan. coming off a of World Series. Yeah, I'm not a Braves fan, but it's a nauseating idea for me to. You know, it's like um, who was the third baseman for the Nationals that just retired? Zimmer. Zimmer. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad he finished his career. He was their first overall draft pick. And baseball is probably, of all the sports, one of the ones that likes to portray itself as the most sentimental, whether or not it is or not. You can debate that. But they sure like to preach the nostalgia and sentimental sentimentality of it more so than the rest of them do. Especially the players. Yeah. He, he, but we're not going to see that much, you know. Uh, we, well, I think... I think even as a catastrophe as baseball is with all this shit, I think we're going to see it kind of like football. Where there's going to be that one guy that you're going to do everything in your power to keep for the rest of their career. So we, we saw it here with Alex Gordon. Was he the greatest player ever? Fuck no. But that's also probably the kind of guy you got to circle as that but, might be the guy... Salvador Perez right now is actually a potential Hall of Famer, borderline Hall of Famer, that I think will forever be a Royal. Mm -hmm. We're going to figure out something, even when his contract is up and he's an old, broken down old man that can't fucking walk anymore. So if he. We're going going to keep him. I agree with you. So you know what Major League Baseball needs to do? They need to take a page from the NBA and there needs to be that exception to let them do that. That if you want to do that with that guy, you get the opportunity. But Major League Baseball doesn't have any punishment or I know. Uh, th- there's nothing to keep in Salvador Perez. It's not going to hurt you. It will hurt you in terms of maybe you, you in 
you know, four years from now, maybe you're going to have a big hole in your lineup because you're keeping Salvador Perez for sentimental value. Kind of like Gordon. <clears throat> but but, I would, there's, but it's it's your choice. You can do that, and it's not going to hurt you. It's not going to... We're not punishing you. And but it hurts re- the Royals worse than it does other teams. You. That's the part that I have a problem it, with. It, yes. Because the, yes. The, if the Yankees have a hole in their lineup, mm-hmm. they can go buy something else. They'll put Salvador Perez on the bench, still paying the same amount of money, and they don't have a hole in their lineup. Right. We have to throw them... Uh, how many Royals have we seen suck? But they have to go out there because they have to play for us. Hunter Dozier. Yes. Versus the Yankees, or the freaking Mets now. If you just go buy another bat, or if you've got the if you've got another player on your team who's making a, you don't have that added pressure. The last World Series that the Red Sox were in, I I, I think this is correct. I don't think David Ortiz even fucking stood in home plate. No, he did not. Because he was all fucking broke down and... Well, um... But he was still a Red Sox. Jason Hayward got benched in the World I was, Series. I was actually going to talk about that. He the got... Cubs, the Cubs. <laughs> but the Cubs is not... For Jorge Soler. Yeah. Irony. Irony. Yeah. You see that ball sold for $70,000? Jesus. The, the game one home run that he hit. Overrated. Oh, you brought me up to another thought, but go but, ahead. But we'll, yeah, we'll, but we'll go Royals ahead. ain't doing that shit. Well, they will for the right person. I don't think so. They look. They already done it. I'm telling you guys, it's already happened. For per, I'm not saying Perez. No, Gordon. And Gordon was a hole in the lineup, but he kept playing, and he kept playing. I'm saying the and other it was team, har- and it was harmful. Other teams could other there are oh, teams that can oh, afford to, oh I see what you guys they I'm could sorry. they would bench Alex they would have benched Alex I see what you're saying but the Royals don't have that yeah they can they, they, they Hayward can. was right. one of the most expensive players in baseball not on the Cubs on baseball I guess if I wanted to argue against you guys yes we could have we could have put fucking Hunter Dozier out there in left field and fucking benched Gordon but that's somebody that we brought up. And it's not 70, somebody that we bought. Seventy. It's not somebody that we bought like the Yankees could have done to replace whoever your broke down you, all time greatest left fielder is for the. You're Yankees. not wrong because you can do whatever the fuck you want because mm-hmm. there's no consequence. But my problem is there's no consequence. That favors more. That favors certain franchises. Yeah. When you look it's at not the, good. It's not good. When you look at the Dodgers at their <laughs> roster, they've got players that don't play very much that make more money than our starters do. Yeah. And they don't care. And that's where the the big problem lies too, is that there's no it's not competitive balance, it's just no. balance in general. It's 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 beyond competitive balance. Is that you have guys starting or playing bench that are better than your starters for other teams? So the product on the field is now suffering because those other teams are suffering and bleeding. I went down a rabbit hole after last week's thing about Soto because I was pissed about it. Right? (laughs) I I allowed myself to do it. What? I was. Do you know? (laughs) 
The most I got more infuriating the more I watched. Do you know how many Dodgers fans were saying the Dodgers should get him? And the thing that infuriated me about him is they probably can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With the team they already have, with the amount of money they already spend, it yeah. is not it is not outside the realm of possibility that you, you would not I go can, to the yeah, Dodgers. I, my question to you is I'll give you one reason. Why they can't? Give me two. Why they can't? I don't have. Why one. they? I, I know. The only reason why they yeah. wouldn't is if they already had somebody in. Because he's not a very good fielder. He's a bat. Yeah. So he's in the National League. He's got to play right field. The only way the Dodgers... and I don't know enough about the Dodgers. If they've got a guy that's making three hundred million dollars in right field, he's probably not going. Or if they think they have a Soto, that's that's on it. The farm or whatever. Yeah. But if and, they and my issue is is the the reason why I asked the question I did is because I can give you one reason out of the gate why nobody can pick up Soto because they just don't want to spend that money. Yeah. But so so give me the second reason. But somebody and always pays. No, but what I'm saying is, but give me the second reason why you can't. Because like the Royals, they're the Pirates, Tampa, they have a second reason why they can't. And they have a third reason, and they have a fourth reason, <laughs> yeah, and they have a yeah, fifth reason. Yeah, yeah. And the Dodgers only have about one. Yeah. One real reason why they won't sign is because, you know what, we've already, we have spent too much money. Let's, I think it has. Let's slow it down. Here. I think it has more to do with what. And that's the only that's reason. It. And I think the other part of it, though, too, is that they have someone who's at least comparable. Maybe he's not as good as Soto, but our two hundred and eighty million dollar guy is pretty close. Yeah. So we're not taking on a three hundred and thirty million dollar guy. Yeah, because when you look at the list that comes up on the screen of free agents, I can give you twenty reasons why the Royals aren't signing yeah. the. These two or three guys, Dodgers whatever and Yankees they Yankees have two. Yeah. And, and the Dodgers and the Yankees have just really one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's whether they really, truly want to spend the money or not. That's it. You know. That's it. Yeah. Because I, if <clears throat> I'm having to play, I'm having to mess with a little bit, but let's say he was a center fielder. Well, he can't go to the Angels. Well, they have Mike Trout. Well, you can always move him to right field. <laughs> you know. It goes back to how many reasons can you not do it. Well, Angels really wanted him. They would move him. And I think I want to go back to the point. I don't remember exactly what Scott was disagreeing with, but it, <laughs> it does it does affect the fans a little bit. And it makes it a little less exciting because sometimes you're automatically like, my team doesn't really have a shot. And even if he comes here, it's, so what? how long is he actually going to be here before we have to dump him maybe? Yeah. Or whatever, you know, because we know we can't keep him for forever. And he ain't going to be as good here because he's going to have a waste in space in front of him and a waste of space behind him. Yeah. Yeah, so And he's not going to... All right, we just picked up Soto. We just picked him up and we paid him the 350... Yeah. Still not making the playoffs. Okay, then we are bringing up Nine other guys that we have never fucking heard of because that's the only thing. And we had to trade Salvador Perez. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So that's where the other issue comes into all this is that, okay, yes, we can get that guy, 
but it's not really feasible. And that was and that was the part that happen. was irritating me on this thread. Because there were there were Nationals fans who want to keep him. I respect that. First of all, that. it sounds like it didn't matter because nobody else outside the Dodgers and Nationals even gave a fuck because they didn't care because they knew it wasn't coming he, there. Yep. That's what you run into is that other teams don't care. They just stop, or other fans just stop caring because it's like, I don't give a fuck. He said $500 million, That's not my team because we've never signed a guy to $500 million and we have no option to. Yes, other sports have never done it too, like the Chiefs have never done it. But it's possible to do it, and the way they did it. But baseball teams, other teams like the Royals, have never done that. I, I guess. So my, then why are they going to start now? And it's not possible to do it. I'll, I'll just I'll end this for me with the Super Bowl again. You had two teams make the Super Bowl that got there two entirely different ways. Rams bought it. Yep. They went one route. And they bought it. Another team built it. And the intrigue of that is interesting. Are the Bengals going to do enough to keep this going? Or is that it? And then the 11 real Rams fans in the world that are enjoying the Super Bowl (laughs) right now, are they going to be pissed off if this they, they, they fall off a cliff in a few years because they have to start letting people go because they can't afford them. Or... Are you talking about tanking in the NFL? No. no. We're not going there again because we, <laughs> we have a different <laughs> definition of terms. Yeah, but of tanking. But when, <laughs> when, when, if Devontae Adams, if you go out and you look, people from just about every fan base are chiming in about Devontae Adams. And more of them have a chance of getting him than anyone does getting soda. And the yep. t- and and it goes back to your I loved your example. The Dodgers have one or two. Yankees have one or two reasons why they can't. The Rockies and the Royals have 20. It's a, it's the <laughs> same way. It's the same way with the he ain't coming here. Because I we just know enough about the way the Chiefs roster constructed, we'd have to probably jettison five guys. Mm-hmm. I don't want I don't want to get rid of five guys for Devontae. I like my five guys. You know, but if a team that wasn't very good, the the Giants, for example, I was gonna say Panthers. Panthers, another good example. It's, it would not shock. I would not be like, oh shit, because we've seen this before. That guy, whoever that guy is, hits free agency, and it's like, oh god, you know, you know, if you're if you're you know whatever team you're rooting for, you're the Saints. God, I want him. Fuck, man, we are up against the fucking cap. We ain't kidding this dude. You, you know. Well, you, you know what sucks? <clears throat> you and I are old enough that if Nolan Ryan's a free agent, there was a time when the Royals could have gotten him. Oh, before the economics we, of the game changed. You and me could sit around and talked about it. Yep. If we would have known each other back then, yep. we would have called each other... What do you think about Nolan Ryan coming to the Royals? How about that? I mean, wouldn't that be cool or whatever, whatever? Well, Roger has never seen that in his life. We had three Cy Young Award winners on one team. Never. He's never seen, seen that. We had in my life. Mark Davis, Storm Davis, and Brett Saberhagen all on the same well, fucking yeah. Same hmm? fucking Dr. team. Kinky. 
That's what I said. I've seen one in my life. Oh, I thought you said you've never seen one. No, I said but, I've seen one. But, uh, yeah, but yeah. we had an owner when that was not outside the realm of possibility. He put three Cy Young Award winners on one fucking team. We ain't. <laughs> yeah, and you're right. 1986, well, Nolan Ryan's a free agent. Well, the, 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 the what makes it funny what you just said with the three Cy Youngs? You know, we signed both of them. We signed two out of the three the year they won the Cy Young. Mm-hmm. We signed the American League Cy Young winner and the National, National League, League Cy, Cy Young Award. winner. And we had a Cy previous Already on signed, the team. Yeah, already on the team. That had won one just could a few you, years could before. Could you imagine, even today, could you even imagine the Yankees doing that? No. I can't even imagine the Yankees pulling that off. Where they got Justin Scherzer, Verlander and Scherzer Max Scherzer. And, and who's the, uh, who, who won the American the League here? I, Toronto. Yeah, his name leaves me. Yeah. And both of them signed in the same year to the Yankees? No! Probably not. And that happened not that long ago. 89? Uh, I was going to say like 91. Somewhere in there. Something like that. Yeah. So now the economics... And and you have never seen that. And post-strike, that shit doesn't happen anymore. If we would have known each other back then, we could have... It could have been an open smorgasbord of, man, how about Barry Bonds? What do you think of that? What do you think about him being in uh, left field this year for the Royals? We, We don't talk about that. And the thing is, possibility. and the thing is, is that when you look at the Royals roster from, we'll just say eighty through the strike, there are a lot of really good baseball players that came through here. Not 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 all Hall of Famers, but there was there were a lot of really talented. Wally Joyner was one there, of the best first. We could probably. I, I bet you and me. I, we're not going to do it because it's boring. But I bet you and me, if we put our heads together, could probably come up with 20 names of our almost Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. That came through here. That came through yep. here. Yep. And not anymore. So why did it change then, besides the strike? Th- that's it. That's it. That, I mean, that's the only reason. The economics of the game changed after the strike. Yeah. And, it, it, and again, this is where, like, I'll, I'll admit it hurts more. The Royals were in the thick of it. When the strike came, it we were looking straight in the face of getting swept of, by the Expos, the, expo, <laughs> the Expos and Royal, Royal World, World Series. Series, with with about five Hall of Famers in that game. Yeah, that it, I mean that are in the Hall of Fame now. Now, yeah, not. Yeah, they might be Hall. No, they're in. No, they're, they're in. in now. There's going to be about five Hall of Famers in that World Series. It would have been an honor to have gotten run off the field by that Expos team. <laughs> we were right in the. I mean, it's of it. just, it's just. I mean, obviously, I don't remember the strike very much. Yeah. But it, it's just weird how it's changed so quickly, though, too. Because it really it wasn't that, overnight. It, it literally the next year, like when the strike was over. It was it was what you know. Yeah, what happened that is your norm. Yeah, and it sucked for me. Royals were always good. Yeah, like my first real memory of the Royals. Eighty four is the what a horrible year for me. Cubs and the Royals both were playoff teams. 
And I always thought that was how it was going to be. The difference, though, was the Cubs just suck. The Royals, you and Kaufman wanted to fucking win. Yeah. That fucking guy. The Cubs didn't always know what the fuck they were doing. I would learn that as I got older. <laughs> but the Royals, even when they were like not going to the playoffs, they never sucked. I, I've seen two managers in my lifetime fired when they were winning. Because they weren't winning enough. Because I don't remember Jim Fry. Because 84 is kind of my first. I learned about Jim Fry. But Which, I, yeah, that's... I watched... That's watched, hilarious for for a, a, a guy of, of Rogers' age. For going to the World like, Series and not winning, he got fired. Well, he no, he made it to eighty-one. Oh, he did, yeah. But he got fired in eighty-one. Yeah. After going going to the, to the World, World Series, we were not good enough. <laughs> we weren't good enough. You're gone. It just won. Can you imagine Ned Yost getting fired in twenty sixteen? Would be a little bit of a... John Wathen and Hal McRae both had winning records when they got fired. Yeah. <laughs> but that was what I knew. Mm-hmm. And when they when they weren't going to the playoffs, they were still in the thick of it pretty late, generally. Mm-hmm. They, never, they weren't losing 100 games, I'll tell you that fucking much. Because yeah. Newman Kaufman wasn't going to have it. Ewan Kaufman was a nice version of... Uh, George Steinbrenner or Al Davis because he wanted to to win win first we'll worry about the bill later yeah yeah well and I mean obviously I didn't watch much baseball then because then when I did watch baseball (laughs) it didn't give me much reason to well the economics obviously changed changed. no it changed now we have what we are now and it was that quick we literally were he's not exaggerating 70% of the people 70% 70% of the nation's teams don't fucking win. Yep. You know? It, I mean, that's the that's what it comes down to, is that the minority just doesn't win. Mm-hmm. And that's and, the problem. And what sucks is, like, I know we had this conversation once that it's... They get in more than, you, than maybe, in my mind's eye, I don't realize, but what happens to the Rays every time they get in there? They get their teeth kicked in. Yep. Yeah. You know that it only works. It only works up to a certain point, and then the, it does, then it or doesn't. The pirates, and they got in. Kind you of know, got their teeth kicked in. You know, it, and again, <laughs> I mean, it goes back to I think you use not anomaly. It's fucking fluke. How fucking lucky we were that <laughs> that we did what we did because math ain't in our favor. Yeah. Well, it, yeah. I mean. Roger pointed this out a few years ago. I wanted to argue with him, but at the end of the day, right? I mean, it was a fluke. I mean, you're the one that brought it up, Roger, not not me. Wasn't my but the Royals being a fluke. Oh yeah. You just if you, if you were to write a blueprint of take the money out of the game, take yeah. fuck it, and you just want to write a blueprint of how to win a World Series. <laughs> That's not how you do it. That's not how you do it. <laughs> and it probably won't ever be repeated. It, it's been it's, tried and it has it, not worked. Not, it hasn't worked. But what we did... And, that, and that's part, partly where I say it's kind of a fluke. It's kind of a fluky deal because it's been tried a couple times. And people tried it pretty flawlessly too. And it didn't work. And, and then the irony of it was... They're kind of to blame for kind of the finance part we have to it. Because we made... 
put a fucking premium on relievers. Yeah. Because of that fucking World Series appearance that it drove up the... Price. Like, I, I would love to know Goose Gossage's theory on a good seventh inning man. Because that's a fucking thing now. Uh, that you creative. don't want to know his opinion I, on this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd love to he hear would it. just say fuck shit. Yeah. But we created a Every monster. We created a monster with the payroll part of it because now you've got a guy whose position is seventh inning dude commanding ridiculous amounts of money. So you're a closer? No, no, I don't close games. I hold them. You're it's, a holder. Well, it's it's so much easier. You're the most expensive pitcher you, on this you, staff, you, yeah, and you, you pitch the seventh yeah. inning? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, you think about this for a moment, and, and tell me how lucky we got. How easy is it in the NFL... I'm not saying it's easy, but how easy is it in the NFL to get you the premium quarterback, the guy, compared to trying to get five pitchers that can come in to relieve and close and be as consistent as a superstar quarterback? Uh, the math is not in your favor finding five. Five. One is much easier. And you pretty much need, you at least, at minimum, need three. Which we had. But five... Guarantees you a lot Guarantees you a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's why I've said it's fluky over the years now. Yeah. Oh, and looking know, back, it totally... And I, I know he's always wanted to argue with me about it, but I'm like... It's going to stand well, the test of time. The though. further because right right now, yeah, the he was further right, but well, now as we the further you get away yeah. from it, with it being a copycat league like everyone else, that no one's done it that way, it does make it more fluid. Well, no, no, you know what happened the very next year. The very next year, we talked about this. You and I at nauseum. What did the Yankees go out? And oh, they they were, spent a fortune on three on guys, seven, eight, nine guys. <laughs> yep. Oh, uh, Bianta's uh, got a fucking ridiculous they pay raise. They spent a shit ton of money. They didn't get them they nothing. Didn't get because nothing. you know what? They couldn't keep them consistent. Nope. Yeah. And that's why I've always said that. And, and, and that's part of the reason, too, why what the Royals did, hopefully we all enjoyed it because I don't know. <laughs> oh, we thoroughly enjoyed it. We thoroughly it. enjoyed it's, it. It's, it's going to be very tough to ever see that again. And stuff. I mean, at least that way. Now, if the economics of baseball change, then maybe... Well, they found a loophole. Yeah, they did. And it actually worked. Yeah. For that. Closers, seven, seven, eight, nine inning guys are pretty cheap. Yeah. At at the time. Yeah, Yeah, at the time. Mm -hmm. If you found the three, literally the three greatest... Seventh, eighth, ninth inning guys in all of baseball, we just didn't know it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And they all consistently do. You you could win. You could win the next twenty fucking World Series. Yeah, if you could do that every the, year. But you can't. No. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, Mariano Rivera is a fluke of nature as well. Because nobody 
in the history of baseball has ever consistently closed a game. Like Mariano Rivera. With one fucking pitch. He could... He, you know, usually that's a guy that lasts two years. Yeah, he, to he, do it over he's, a fucking... He's, now he's like... Eh, and there wasn't that ridiculous drop-off with him either. He did it for, what, ten years? Yeah, and he... Yeah. Years? Fucking I don't know. There's nobody. Yeah. Ever. I'm sorry, Goose. But yeah. you didn't even do it that no. long. <clears throat> so that that's fluke. And, and you're right. That's where the fluke comes in is the consistency. And we got it in one year. Yeah. Actually, yeah, we, we got it in two years. Yeah, because they're both in say, 14, we did it yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. I'd say two years. But you saw what happened in 16, though, then. It, well, <laughs> and Scott and I, we... The consistency dropped off, though. We, we, we all know that. Well, yes. And it wasn't like we've not, we're not familiar with this, but when Davis had to go. We knew Davis had to go. We weren't going to be able yeah. to afford him to trade him. Oh, we got Herrera. Not a problem. Couldn't do it. Nope. Not and I, I and, and I remember at the time going, well, you know what? Fuck it. Give it to him. We've all seen that guy that can't close. It wasn't like we hadn't seen it before, but it's like, all right, but you know what? Roy, oh, boy. It was rough. It was rough. <laughs> guy that we watched be the best eighth inning guy in baseball for the previous two years. Couldn't step could, up one last inning. Couldn't that ninth inning. It's fucked everything up. Yeah. So that's in, you know, to kind of wrap it up. That's the problem with baseball too, of why you need some more balance. Oh, the margin for error is so thin in baseball. Yeah, yeah, it's so it's, thin. And it's too thin to have so such thin. a when you have such a disparity between the the talent at the top and the bottom of the teams, the margin of error becomes so much greater that it's like, yeah, well, it this team doesn't have a chance yeah. now because the margins already this slim, and then when you create this disparity, it's all. The thing I love about baseball is also one of the most frustrating parts about baseball too, is 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 what we've always we've always talked about. And you will watch it on the news, and they say the same thing. We picked up Mike. If we pick up Mike Trout today, is that going to get us to the playoffs? Fuck no. No. What do you got around him? If you picked up Tom Brady for the for the uh, uh, the Lions, playoffs are they a playoff playoff team? Uh, if they're not a playoff team, they're damn, they're damn close. close to it. Yeah, and, just like that. And they're they're an example at this end. If he goes to the Giants, they're in. If he went to the Commanders, they're oh, in. If they go to if 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 Brady goes to a if Brady would go to the Broncos. Oh that, fuck! That might be a Super Bowl. Team. It might be. It could be. Now there, would be, now, there would be about six teams, I'd say, that they don't have a fucking chance of being in the playoffs. Uh, who? Panthers, Jacksonville. Really? Oh, I think, oh, I think the Panthers would be a, maybe even a Super Bowl. No, that defense, that defense is atrocious. <clears throat> they would have gotten roasted. Uh, that defense was awful. That offense is, that, I don't know. We, no. we can argue about that another day because we'll go down the different tangent there but but I agree with you there's still a lot of teams that go a to star the player can switch can turn a team around yeah. a lot quicker but it has to be a, but the problem in football like any other sport it has to be one position though like in football to turn around the team and make a playoff it's quarterback yeah only. yeah that's the issue yeah. though in football is it's just that position yeah. 
if you, if you feel like Carolina couldn't be a playoff team yeah. with with it's it's not going to help with fucking Donald on the team either. No. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But I mean that's that's the problem too at the same time is you have to get that one position right well, to really change it. We saw it with the Lions. Yeah. They knew they were close and they were like gosh not going to get us back. Let's go get our dude. You mean the Rams. The Rams. And that's what they did. They were like, "We're oh, not going to get back with Goff." So, let's get this guy and we saw what the Bucks did. Brady, they were okay. They weren't horrible. They weren't great. Brady shows up, you know. So there, you you do have some margin, but it's not like baseball where if if Brady goes to the Broncos, they're a dark horse Super yeah. Bowl contender. With that way that roster's constructed, mm-hmm. he goes to the Rockies. He still ain't making the playoffs. Yeah. You know, no. and, and, and it, but but it's just that one position. It is, but yeah. but going but going back to the one last point for me on the baseball part of it, when the Padres did all that shit that they did, all those moves, my biggest problem with it had nothing to do with the Padres. You're in the same fucking division as the Dodgers. You're in the same fucking division as the Giants. Now and the Giants for her. And and they're they're two different they're two yeah. different things. The Giants are very much like the Cardinals. I can't fucking explain it, but you cocksuckers never <laughs> suck. You may be bad for a year, but then you're right back with nine fucking dudes I've never heard of, and you're winning two out of three every time I turn around. So the Padres spent all that money, made all those trades. And it wasn't, it's not enough because the fucking Dodgers are in your fucking division and they will constantly outspend you, you know? And then you add the giant part of it where they're just a good team. It's like, that has to fucking suck. Because if you're a Padre fan, you're like, you can't be mad at the owner. Because he fucking tried. You know, he traded for Tatis. He's he tried every freaking year. They have done they have done years where they tried to buy it. Oh, that they well, have that done about it, five years oh, ago. Oh, when they got Kemp and this oh an all star team. Just horrible. Terrible. Tried to build it. And then they've tried to build it yep. because, because I saw people complaining when they signed Hosmer. Because I was reading stuff on Potter. It was like, what are we doing? Are we going to build this or are we going to buy it? Because Hosmer was expensive. He wasn't cheap. And he ain't lived up to that contract. Yeah. So, you know, it, it there's that there's that part of it whereas you really don't have that payroll dynamic. Like, it does suck if you're a Bills fan because, like, you've been in the same fucking division with the Patriots all that time. But it ain't because of money. It's not because they're outspending you. They're just doing a better job than you and it. Fucking sucks. Yeah, that might be another reason you know, why baseball doesn't want to do that. It shows how bad ownership could be. Uh, probably the yeah, probably it. Well, we've at flat, the end we, of the day, because you can you money has for baseball money has really uh, masked a lot of problems, and in basketball it has shown a lot of issues, especially for the New York Knicks because they were so used to just buying. Oh their way and now that they can't the ownership has really shown their ass that 
They just really suck. Yeah, and, 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 and when you ask a Detroit Lion fan, yeah, what's your reasoning for them to suck? They they can't say, well, we just we can't spend enough money to get this yeah. guy. That's gonna. Our draft has been horrible. You, <laughs> you drafted a wide receiver five straight years or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Matt Millen worked for you. There's a laundry list of mistakes yeah, and, that you and made. You, you really, you start talking about the upper management part of it yep, and yeah. not uh, fucking whoever sucks, that player, player X, just sucks and he's lost 90% of our games for it. No, no. No, the guy doesn't exist. And no. just to prove your point, your quarterback just left and won a Super Bowl. So obviously you had a Super Bowl quarterback. Well, and let's let's not forget it was not that long ago that that Super Bowl winning quarterback was throwing the ball to Megatron. Yeah. And it still didn't matter. Mm-hmm. You were still like perennially three and thirteen. Yeah. Because you made shitty decisions, and yeah. that was one of the things that the Patriots feasted on for those twenty years. Was every team in that division? Just would do dumb shit. Yep. And and basketball, football, I don't know a thing about hockey. But those two sports, you could go from worst to first overnight. Mm-hmm. With making the right moves and decisions mm-hmm. and, and being smart. And you can also suck for decades. And you can also suck for decades. And you can <laughs> also be really good for decades. Because yeah. both leagues have teams that have sucked for decades. They are called the Detroit Lions and the New York Knicks. <laughs> Where they yeah. have just been and, and, awful. And both those sports, those fan bases, will tell you it's fucking ownership. Yeah, yeah they're not blaming the league. <laughs> yeah. No. They are not. Roger can tell you suck. Well, they do, but but, but no one it's cares. More fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> they're not being serious. Yeah, the the Houston Texans. That's because they're trying to ignore the real problem. Yeah, the the Houston Texans fan base. Is not blaming the NFL's economics on their current situation. No, sir. That is homegrown. Yeah. And the Knicks and the Pelicans are not blaming Adam Silver and the NBA for all their woes. Um, It's because you've picked shitty players. Yeah. If they are, it's just because they just have nothing else to do. Yeah. When you draft the guy that there's like dead silence and they're like, ugh. Wait a Oops. I didn't have him on the board. Yeah. <laughs> or you you drafted Zion, who is doesn't even want to play for you. When you interviewed him, he said, "I don't. I don't want to play really for you. Want to play for you. You should have probably picked somebody else. I don't know. That probably wouldn't have been a good idea. But instead, you chosen to, and now you can't get a grasp on him. So. And all those years that the Raiders were awful. Oh, you drafted the fastest wide receiver in the draft again. Who was projected to go in the third round. Third round in Darius Hayward Bay, mm-hmm. who you took in the first. At the, like the 12 spot. Yeah. <laughs> or Jamarcus Russell, too. Sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When some people are like, you probably should kind of base Well, I don't know. I wasn't completely yeah, their fault because I mean, he was a big name. But You know, when our, like the very first pick of the draft, no matter what it is, I don't know if you could blame. T- unless unless they went out and got Darius Hayward Bay as their first pick when he's a third-round slotted person. 
I don't know if anybody well, can really argue with it. It just the Chiefs are the just prime made example. A bad choice. Isn't it the most and Chiefs things ever? The only year we've ever had the number one overall pick was literally the most sucktastic collection of draft choices and ever. And we literally got the best. And they did the get the, 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 <laughs> the only the, yeah the only guy you could argue is Keenan Allen. Yeah, I know. We, but me, me and Roger have, have like played three this, guys. But, but, but and there, but, there, there, there were th- yeah, there's like three or four. But guys I like, remember, <laughs> I remember. This is where we got lucky. I remember it was Fisher and Jokel were one A, one B. Yep. It was just a question of which one Andy Reid liked. Yep. Luke Jokel was out of football with two years. So you got a guy that. Was a starter for you for? He's still in the league. He's still a he starter. Might, he might be back. Yeah, he's still a starter. He he's, just he's still a, theoretically course. speaking, yeah. we could get him back. You want us? He wanted <laughs> the. This has more to. I don't want to go down a rabbit hole, but this is the funny part. He plays what? long enough. He might make the Hall of Fame. He was the number one overall pick. He won a fucking Super Bowl. He's made a Pro Bowl. The Hall of Fame in the NFL's fluky well, and anyway, with linemen especially. Yeah, oh, because yeah, you don't you don't worse. have a lot. He could end up being in the fucking Hall of Fame, and he's kind of an afterthought. But when you think of who they could have drafted, thank God they traded for Alex and didn't draft Gino. My God. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's another problem with baseball. We're talking about the draft. I couldn't even tell you who oh. was a fucking drafted throughout the years. Uh, if you'd go back and look at it, it would you, make you sense. you'd be like, oh shit! I will. Okay. Well, I didn't realize that. I'll I'll uh, we'll do this some other time. I was mentioned off the air that I found this cool site, and it'll do that where it will list like the first round picks for a draft. About eighty percent of them are somebody. The ones taken in the first round, there are a couple <laughs> of them, and then the ones that suck is you're like, oh my god, you took that guy over so and so. You know, because, like, one painful for me is the Cubs took Sean Dunstan over Dwight Gooden. <laughs> Sean that Dunstan. That was a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. Sean yeah. Dunstan. <laughs> I kind of figured that. Sean Dunstan had a nice career. His nice career. He, not as nice as Dwight Gooden's. <laughs> well, that might be a bad. No, I would rather have had cocaine and all. I would have rather have had Dwight Gooden. <laughs> and so would you. So would you. So it's all the same, but yeah. yeah. But to your point, the the ownership does get a little. Hey, another thing that's fucked up. Signability ain't a fucking issue for the NFL. No. The that's Royals just, don't have to make it. We skipped Patrick Mahomes because we couldn't. We afford couldn't him. afford him. So we'll that's, get Christian Cologne instead. That's true. Signability, well, for any league, I've never heard of signability until the past three years in the MLB. Because it keeps getting worse, Scott Boris. Yeah. I mean, it seems like all of a sudden it became a problem, but in every other league it's not a problem. It's just an afterthought. It doesn't Not matter. really, yeah. it. I would say maybe the NFL has had sporadic spots of it. But it yeah. hasn't been anything that you would call no, it a, and a, when, a problem. And when it's that comes up, what it yeah. is, is there's a guy that's pissed off he got drafted by the Lions. Yeah. 
Well, you know, I, I always, I mean, the, the best example that I can think of is, is Bo Jackson. And that, that was, was years, years ago. In Elway, years ago. Yeah, well, the, You know, the most recent one was Eli yeah. and, and um, I'm not playing for you. Yeah, but it, but it didn't have anything to do with money. It just no, I was just I don't like your I don't, I don't like, like your ownership. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't have to do with yeah. We that can't. Was still, even a long time ago, it, it was I very mean, quickly. It, it was very yeah. quickly. It was. And I mean, look how long that was. Well, he's retired. Yeah, both of them are retired. Who's the other one? Eli, Eli and Rivers. Oh, They're both Rivers. retired because yeah. they were like, and the Chargers. Like I hated Eli for it, but mm-hmm. he wasn't wrong. The Chargers were kind of a train wreck. Yeah, you know. I didn't like him. I still didn't. I still didn't like it. Yeah. But but it's just another one of those things where baseball, you know, the Royals have to pass on the sure thing because they can't afford him. Because Boris is going to make it impossible to sign so we'll him. Get Bubba Starling or this high school kid that they drafted. That everybody creamed us for in this last That's draft. That's the one, yeah. It was like, who? Everyone, no one even really heard of this kid. So and, we'll have to see if he pans out. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I haven't heard too many good things. <laughs> so that that is just another, but it goes to another ownership woe and stuff too. Is where you can't do the sure, surefire thing, so it kind of exposes your. Exposes you. And not only that, the Mets then picked that guy, and then now they don't want him. So now they get their draft pick <laughs> they back. They get their draft pick back. When the Royals probably would have been okay with rolling the dice on taking him. Because, yeah, we, we understand you might be injured, but whatever. Let's see what you got. Well, and, and that's where my, my football analogy comes into is like like Eli. Yeah. He told the Chargers, don't, don't pick me. Yeah. I'm not coming there. Well, baseball has the same issue. Mm-hmm. Don't don't pick me because I'm not coming to play for you. Yeah. Uh, okay. Obviously, it doesn't happen very often in football. It's it's mm-hmm. very uh, maybe once every what right now it's seven once every years yeah. maybe mm-hmm. once every seven to ten years. Yeah, <laughs> as opposed to every year <laughs> in baseball. Yeah. So. And damn near, and damn near every team. <laughs> well, and the big problem with baseball now is that though these guys, you can negotiate how much you get paid for a draft pick, the price. Where in football, it's just a set price. Yes. Whatever you got drafted, that's what you get paid. Yeah. Yeah. The higher you get drafted, which the more again you get is, paid. A, is another option. It's another. It's it's not a problem, but it screws the. It screws that rookie. Yeah. But we're all okay with it because that's the price to, uh, that's basically the price of admission into the NFL. Yeah. Is. And you know the score when you join. Exactly. This is what the situation is. The only thing, the most we can pay you is this. Yep. Take it or leave it. And if you don't want to come here, fine. We'll t- pick somebody else. But the next, the yeah, when you get and picked, baseball though, should have you, that. You may be getting less money. And baseball will never have that. Yeah, I, I don't know. Does the NBA do the same thing? Yes. Where it's like, this is the maximum amount we can pay you. Yeah. Period. Not yes. in the conversation. It's a schedule. It's a schedule just like the NFL. Okay. When you get picked here, this is how much you make. When you yeah. get picked here, yeah. Now, but those contracts are shorter too, right? Because. Yeah. 
So what the NFL is it a three year? Well, is that your first contract? Yeah, it's a three year. It depends with on your five. round too. It depends on your round though too. So first round pick, it's three with a five three year with option. two year two year, two year option. Year option. So yeah. it's a five but you can year renegotiate really. it. Yeah. Any point you can extend it. And then yep. I yeah. think after round f- like Mahomes, round four, it's a two year. Yep. Was a two year option. And or and the like logic that? on that makes sense because they're like, well, if you were a fourth round pick but you overplayed where you were, we're going to give you the chance to make money sooner. Yeah. Because you lost it on the mm-hmm. front end because mm-hmm. the Chiefs are going to have that problem with Ladarius Sneed. Yeah. We're going to have to pay him. He's going to get paid mm-hmm. because we got him in like the. Fourth round, mm-hmm. so and and it goes back to what when when Roger was talking about the salary cap. Well, I don't understand all the nuances of it. All that makes sense, and the way the NFL one is, it's like you're going to make a boat ton of money. Now, maybe it's not what Stafford made because he was the last guy to really cash in before that rookie salary cap started. But okay, Sneed, you probably should have been a first round pick. Your contract's only two years or three, whatever it is, depending mm-hmm. on where. But and they can't keep, you know, just do you know they can obviously franchise you, but you get paid when that happens because it has to do with the league average yeah, the or, or whatever. The, but you're the, you at least have the opportunity to hit the market and make that money back sooner. that that you would have. So it it makes and, sense. But then at the same time, it doesn't strap a team that picked a guy in the sixth round who complete turns out to be a dud. Where, well, damn it, now we're stuck with this guy for mm-hmm. three years and we got to pay him. But we don't want him around anymore because he's not that good. Yeah. So then it, it benefits it benefits both sides yep. to a certain degree is how it should. And the NBA screws you kind of at the beginning yeah, as a rookie. But, but the ramifications of it could be really you can good for you later. Yeah. Unless you're a running back. But, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but, running back is the one position. Oh, yeah, but, whole other issue. Yeah, but but in the NBA, it's kind of the similar thing. If I mean the problem with the NBA though, there's only two rounds, so I mean it's just that is what it is. Yeah. And then everybody else is undrafted free agents or yeah. rookies, whatever you want to do. And I think baseball could still do that something along those lines. I know it's going to be it's still going to be different because you don't immediately jump right into the major leagues. Yeah. But I still think they they should be able to set something where it's like this is the maximum we can do for you, <laughs> and if you never make it to the majors, well, congratulations, you still get this amount, and if you do make it to the majors and you're successful, well, then we'll figure out what to do at that juncture, contract wise. Yeah. But until then, if you're the first round pick, this is the amount you get. Period. Dot. End of conversation. Yeah. Take it or leave it. And I don't put your name in the hat for the draft or go to college. Yeah, and I still don't. Or understand. go be construction worker. Or put your name in the hat and you get drafted. Don't sign. Go to college still. Few have done that still, but. Yeah, but I mean, you at least. Why would you do that though? If you know what, exactly what you're getting. Oh, I see what you mean. Yes, I agree. Well, and that's why they need to cut down to 20 rounds, too, is because mm-hmm. what, what are you getting paid in the 20th, the 20th, yeah. 50th? Because if, if you had a set structure, mm-hmm. that's going to eliminate a shitload of people. Or not. 
Because because like that first round high school guy that you you might be looking at, well he's sitting there, he's gambling. Yeah. You're like, how much am I going to get? And if you don't like the number, ah, eh, you know what? I, I decide I'm going to college. Well, if you already know what you're getting, you can make the phone call and go, hey, you interested? Nah, I'm going to college. Now, you ain't wasted anybody's time other than the five-second phone call to True. say yay or nay. Yeah. Unlike this whole weird negotiation mm. they try yeah. to go through with players. That's too that's too much. Cause AJ, and still, at the end of the day, may not get him. Yeah, because like A.J. Brown brought that up about how they were trying to like negotiate some weird contract. And he's like, I'm just going to fucking go to college. You stop calling me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've had enough of you guys. So, all right, you ready to put a bow on it? Let's do it. Yes, sir. All right, tune in next time. Later.